Okay, today we're going to talk about something that makes me really, really uncomfortable. We're going to talk about feelings. I don't know if you're like me, but I don't like acknowledging that I have feelings. I don't like being vulnerable. I don't like thinking about my heart and really uncovering any hidden truths that I have deep down. But what I've learned is how important it is. Welcome back to Hustle to Happiness Podcast. I'm your host, Deidre Weaver, and I'm so thankful that you're here with me. In my podcast, I hope that I can show you that there is a way of living life other than just checking the boxes. Your life shouldn't be about proving yourself to other people. It's not about hustling your face off to reach that specific goal. The point of your life is to be freaking obsessed with it, to love yourself where you're at and create the happiness you dreamed of. So sit down, buckle up, and let's get to today's episode. Hey, welcome back. I'm so glad that you're here sitting and talking with me. Today we're talking about kind of an uncomfortable subject for me, but it's so vital to my growth and to where I am in my life um, that I just have to share with you because I think so many times people hide from this. We run from our feelings so that we don't have to face the truth. And from experience, running from your feelings gets you nowhere. If you don't actually face the problem, face the struggle, then you're going to continue meeting it over and over and over again. And so I just kind of want to share some things that I've had to learn along my journey and sit with you and let you know that your feelings matter. I think that's the biggest thing. I want you to know that your feelings matter, that no matter what you're feeling, even if you feel like it seems super freaking crazy, it still matters. It still means something. So I hope you can really sit with me in today's episode. Let's get uncomfortable together and let's grow together. So honestly, my whole journey started about five and a half years ago when I was stuck and I didn't recognize it then because hello, I didn't address my feelings. I was stuck in postpartum depression without even knowing. I just thought I really sucked at being a mom and I thought my husband really didn't love me. (laughs) And as like, how dramatic does that sound? Like, let's just, let's just really sit here. I suck as a mom and my husband doesn't love me. Uh How dramatic does that sound? Of course, I didn't tell anyone how I was feeling then because I just thought I was crazy for one. And two, you hear those stories of moms that get their kids taken away. I didn't want that to happen. And on top of that, I feel really weak when I acknowledge that that I'm not good at something or when I acknowledge that I'm struggling. It makes me very vulnerable. It makes me feel inadequate. So I don't like to voice when I've screwed up or or when, when I can't do something. I don't like asking for help at all. And especially back then, it was just a whole new world that I was living in. And I didn't want someone to think that my thoughts in my brain were so crazy that they'd lock me up and take away my kids. So instead of telling anyone, I just struggled with it. And struggling with my feelings, hiding my feelings, just caused me to kind of bundle them all up inside. And it was like I was making a bomb in there. And the way that I diffused it was anger. It was resentment. It was attitude. And so I took that out on everyone around me. My husband, my kids, my, like, just everybody who loved me, I kind of just pushed away. 
because I didn't know what to do or what I was dealing with. I had no idea and it was messy. And I think that, I think that's what I want to share is the fact like, yeah, it's messy. Yeah, it's hard, but keeping it trapped inside will only make it worse. I don't think we've ever been taught, or maybe it's just me, maybe it was just just me who's never been taught how to address my feelings and deal with them. I never knew, like I've always heard, like, you know, happy, sad, mad, I can understand that, but I've never really asked myself questions and I love self-evaluation. It's something that I've learned in the past five years that truly makes the biggest difference. Just honestly sitting with yourself and understanding what you're thinking. I truly think when you can understand how your brain works and understand you better, you're going to be able to show up happier. You're going to be able to show up less anxious. You are going to be able to understand more. So it felt, it gives you like a sense of control. Like, you know what you're thinking and feeling so you can control the outcome. You can really direct how you show up in this life. But if you've never taken time to recognize how you feel or what you're thinking, you'll always be trapped in that place. And I encourage you right now to, to really do a self audit, to just ask yourself, you know, kind of make note. Maybe for me, it was getting a notebook, just a plain old college ruled notebook. And I just wrote out different things that I was thinking, kind of like a journal. Like actually it was, it's totally a journal. I just would write down all my thoughts, good, bad. It didn't matter what it was. What mattered was that I got it out of my head. And maybe you're not a writer. Maybe you don't like to write things down. Say it out loud. Literally look in the mirror and just tell yourself all the things. Are you going to cry? Sure. Are you going to get pissed? I'm, I'm sure. Are you going to be happy sometimes? Absolutely. I think it's important to not just address the bad, but address the good, address the sad, address all of the emotions and all the feelings that are in there because you can have bad and good simultaneously. There can be good that comes from bad situations. There can be bad that comes from good situations. There's no better than or worse than there just is in really understanding that process understanding that this is life no matter if it's good or no matter if it's bad right like it's here in this moment and we can better recognize and acknowledge how it makes us feel we're going to understand how we need to come to our life in a different way what things we can change to feel better I think too often we blame outside sources and outside influences for what's going on on the inside because it's really, really hard to address what's going on on the inside. I don't remember where I heard this, but it came up again in the book that I'm reading now, Think Like a Monk. I heard this years ago, years ago. It's been one of my goals and kind of one of the biggest a pivoting point in my personal growth journey because I didn't really know I was on a personal growth journey. I just thought like, hey, I'm just working out and I'm I'm getting, feeling better. Um, But when I really realized that change has to happen on the inside, it was because of this story that I heard where they were talking about sitting by themselves alone in a room. Because how often do we keep ourselves busy? We stay busy, we do things, we go places, we see people, we watch TV, all these things. We stay busy so that our mind does not have an opportunity to slow down. We stay busy so that we don't have to think. 
That's not a good thing, friend. That is a sign that it's time to take a step back and to listen to yourself. I made it my goal way back when to be able to sit in a room by myself and feel good. That's it. That's That was what I was working towards. To be able to sit alone in a room and feel good. Not feel anxious, not feel overwhelmed, not feel the, the self-hatred. And it came up again in this book that I'm reading, like I said, Think Like a Monk. If you've never read it, oh my gosh, I highly recommend it. Because if you want to learn all about your feelings, this is the perfect place to start. He walks you through, literally holds your hand as you uncover the truth about you. And it's so incredibly powerful. But for me, and he brings it up, it's it's all about learning to sit by myself alone and feel good about that. And maybe just the thought of that makes your stomach turn in knots and it's so uncomfortable and it's not something you ever want to do. Listen, I understand. I totally get it. And you know what? Your feelings are totally valid. I think too often growing up and going through life, we have been invalidated. We have been told, oh, stop crying. Oh, calm down. Oh, be quiet. We've told all these things so that we're stuck in this box, so that we're stuck in this little bitty place where we can barely breathe, let alone understand and work through our own emotions and feelings, understand what we're thinking, what we're wanting, what we're needing, what we don't like. We don't ask ourselves those those questions. We just get on getting on. We get on trying to reach for that next quick happiness fix, the thing that's going to make us feel good right now. When the reality of it is, it probably isn't helping you feel good. It's probably helping you feel worse. But you don't know what feel good is to you because you've never dug deep. I understand this is totally messy and I will let you know right now, right here, I am not a therapist. Not at all. That's not my forte. I've never gone to school for it. I'm simply a mom who was lost and I'm sharing my story with you just so you know you're not crazy. So you know you're not alone and you know that this is, it's normal to kind of face this this place where you're like, what the heck I can't say that out loud. They're going to think I'm nuts or honestly just struggle with this in general because I talk to so many people on the daily who who don't feel. They avoid their feelings. And I'm going to totally recommend like this is this is a perfect place to start talking to someone who is licensed, someone who who can help you. So you reach out. Therapy is not just for broken. And I know it's like kind of what society has taught us, but therapy's good. We all need someone that we can just talk. We all need someone outside of our sphere to just be a center for us. So I definitely highly recommend reaching out to someone. Not because there's anything wrong with you, but because we can't go through life alone. We weren't built that way. And it's totally important for you to understand your own brain. So journaling helped me. Personal development books helped me immensely. What else? Learning how I think and feel, that was key. And if you missed my podcast all about 
other people don't think the way that you think, definitely go back and listen to it because it really walked me through understanding myself, um, just how I had to learn who I was and, and how I thought things that I liked and didn't like, because we get so caught up in life, keeping up with the Joneses that we don't ask ourselves what we want and need. And, and that's detrimental to our health to our mental health, to our emotional health, to all of it. it. It leads us to a life where we're just constantly in battle thinking that we don't have enough or we don't do enough or, you know, I can go on about that. But more importantly, be okay saying it out loud to other people. When someone makes you uncomfortable, say it. It doesn't make you a bad person. You are not wrong for feeling no matter what it is. And I think that's the crazy thing is that I think that's the interesting thing. One thing to someone could be really, really funny, but to someone else could be really, really insulting to someone else could make them really, really upset. So you don't, if someone's doing something that makes you uncomfortable and you don't say it, they're not going to know. And having that candid conversation is so important. Or if someone's doing something that you totally appreciate and love, say that to them so that they know. It's kind of like communication and relationships. We suck at it so bad because we don't communicate. But we don't communicate because we don't think our feelings matter. And I think it creates this big, huge cycle that if we could fix just one little thing, right? Like if we could understand how we feel, how we think, what we need... And then when we understand us better, we're able to communicate with other people better. Then when we can communicate with other people better, that gives them permission to communicate with us better, which then makes our relationship better, which improves our happiness, which it just is this beautiful cycle of growth. But it all starts with sitting with ourselves. It all starts with understanding who we are. It all starts by recognizing and knowing that you matter your feelings matter, and it's okay. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be absolutely infuriated. It's okay to be totally overjoyed. It's okay for all of these things. When we get put in a box and we get shushed our whole lives, we get told to play small, to be quiet, then we don't truly get to express who we are. And I want to give you permission to be you completely. I want to give you permission to feel so deeply. I want to give you permission to be loud. I want to give you permission to say no, say yes, to dance, to sing, to whatever it is that sets your heart on fire. I want you to do that. And let's be clear. I'm not giving you permission because you need permission from me. You don't need permission from anyone. This is your life and you are allowed to live it however you want. But I say that because it's what I didn't realize I was waiting for. I was waiting for everyone else to be comfortable. I was waiting to say how I felt so that I didn't hurt someone else's feelings. I was waiting to go after my dreams until everyone else thought it was acceptable. I was waiting my whole life away, waiting on someone else to give me permission to be me. How crazy is that? The only way that you're going to learn who you are is by sitting beside yourself. 
actually one of my really good friends shared with me not too long ago and it's like completely blew my mind. But she's a new mom and I'm so inspired by her. I wish when I was a new mom, I would have had what she has as far as personal growth because oh, you it just shines from her, it radiates. But we were talking about really self-evaluation and she said that something she does often is if she feels anger or sad or even happy start to boil up, she will remove herself from the situation. Maybe run to the restroom or just go into the other room. And she asks herself, she stops and says, okay, what is this feeling? And why am I feeling it? So that she can acknowledge one, how she's feeling, but two, the trigger for that. So that if it is anger, she can get to the root of it. So that if it is sad, she can understand why. And I thought it was just so beautiful, so brave and so beautiful of her to really pull herself out of the situation, to get to the truth instead of just going, you know, brushing it under the rug and just coming back at it later or never coming back at it later and just pretending like it was no big deal. A lot of the times that's what I do. I just let life happen and it's no big deal. It is what it is. I don't actually acknowledge the feeling in the moment. And maybe later I realize, oh, I didn't like that. But instead of being able to acknowledge it right then and there, I've gone past it and I've stewed over it. And it's kind of like in a relationship when a lot of little things happen, right? Like a little thing here, a little thing there, a little thing here. And then it's all of a sudden this big blow up because you haven't been mentioning little things that have been bothering you. So they left a fork on the table and so you're losing all your cool not because of the fork, but because of everything else, I think the same thing happens within ourselves about everything. When we don't really sit with, sit beside ourselves, when we don't really ask ourselves these questions, when we don't do the daily evaluation or in the moment evaluation like my friend does, then we can go on and on without actually recognizing the true root of what's happening, without absolutely understanding what's going on. And so I I hope this podcast was kind of like an inside look at my brain and maybe you're like, oh my gosh, this girl. Or maybe you're the opposite and you're like, yes, I feel this. I understand this. This is me. I want you to know you're not alone. I want you to know it's okay if you don't get feelings and emotions. It's okay if it's scary and uncomfortable. It's okay if it makes you feel super vulnerable. It's water worth wading through. It's a place worth digging into because when you can really grow through all of this and you can understand who you are, you're going to feel so much better. You are going to feel lighter and you're going to feel overjoyed and you're going to understand what boundaries you need to set in your own life. You're going to understand what priorities matter to you. And so maybe you're just starting out. For me, the best thing was just writing down at the end of the day how I felt and and what I was going through in that moment so that I could just get it out of my head. Maybe you're ready to talk to someone else and have them help walk you through all of these heavy feelings and emotions or light feelings and emotions, but just understanding yourself. Maybe it means asking yourself questions all the time to figure out what your brain's doing, what your heart's doing. 
no matter what, know that your feelings are so valid. Know that if you're feeling any type of way, it's okay and it's normal. And there's nothing to be afraid of. There's no shame to be had. Completely normal. Um, I will recommend a few books that I absolutely love. They're they're pretty deep, um, and they really make you kind of gut check yourself. The first one is Think Like a Monk by Jay Shetty. The second one is Untamed by Glennon Doyle. And the third one is Power of Vulnerability. And for me, that one was really uncomfortable, but so enlightening. Uh, it's just so powerful. And if you are on Audible, then I highly recommend Mel Robbins. She has a book or an audio book that's called Kick-Ass. And then another one that's called Take Control of Your Life. All of those books were so powerful in just getting to truths and understanding who I am and figuring out what kind of is holding me back or how I'm feeling and thinking. So I hope that this podcast episode was super helpful for you. I hope that you were able to take something away and I hope that you're able to implement and grow from it. As always, girl, you keep doing that work. You keep working on you. Hustle to your happy. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. I just am so freaking grateful that you're sitting here with me growing beside me. Can I ask a quick favor though? If this episode spoke to you at all, can you please go leave a review? Go ahead and download the last five episodes. Take a screenshot, share in your stories, send it to a friend, post on your social media. The way that this podcast grows is through your personal review. Having your support means more to me than you will ever ever, ever know. I'm just one mama here sharing her heart, sharing the struggle she's gone through, hoping that it will inspire someone else out there. And your help making that happen means the world. Anyways, thank you so much. And I hope you have the best day. Now go out and hustle to your happiness.